1: Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com/slash credit card.
2: Welcome to Star Talk, your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. I'm your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist, and this is Star Talk. <laughs> this is a special edition of Star Talk. Uh, it's a, it's our uh, Valentine's Day edition. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna talk about love. Oh yes. No no love. Oh. L <laughs> u u u u v. Mm. And and I know we we could probably handle that our own, but we bring in some expertise. Yes. And and we're gonna bring in Helen Fisher. She's been on Star Talk before, and it a new book Anatomy of Love. The Anatomy of Love. And what color is it? It's red. Yeah. Well, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> the red <laughs> cover. Uh, uh, Helen Fisher, you're like the world's expert on, on like, uh, love, marriage, relationships. You work for the the, uh, the Kinsey? Uh, I'm at the
3: Kinsey Institute. The Kinsey Institute. But Ki-
2: the Kinsey Institute. Yeah. This is the famous Kinsey. The, this
3: is the famous Kinsey, the Kinsey who Kinsey. really studied love. He did. Yeah, it, was, it, it was very good. Way before everybody else did, he did. The, the, excellent. Know. excellent. And, and in this edition, this is... But sex. He actually studied a lot of sex lot more of than sex. he did love. Sex. Yeah. We really broke into studying love. I mean, people really thought this was part of the supernatural, part of the stars. But, and, but uh, what's love got to do with it? Exactly. Yeah, everything. <laughs> people <laughs> pine for it, liver it, kill for it, and
1: die for it. It's wow. one of the most powerful brain systems on Wait earth. Anyway, is that love or sex we talk talking I know. It's <laughs> what you just said everybody. It's that's sex. That's we so agree. Nice. We agree that happens yeah. for sex.
3: I don't think if you ask somebody to go to bed with you and they say no thank you, you don't kill yourself, but around the world Speak people Speak for yourself
1: kill. Helen. <laughs> <laughs> tell people you, kill them. rejection well.
3: Yeah, uh, Nobody takes rejection well. And nobody gets out of love alive. No, ooh, you know, ooh, we all some scars. Suffer. As a matter of Man. fact, it's an addiction. You know, a very powerfully, wonderful addiction when it's going well, and a perfectly horrible addiction when it's going poorly. But anyway, you know, you say, is it a sex or is it love? I've mentioned this to you before. I think I think we've evolved three distinctly different brain systems for mating and reproduction. One is a sex drive. Mm-hmm. One is fe- feelings of intense romantic love. Mm-hmm. And the third is feelings of deep attachment. And I think people oh, I got go, one out of three. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Not what bad. What is this now? <laughs>
2: all right. <laughs> so, so for this for this edition of Star Talk, we're gonna be, we're soliciting we solicited questions from our fan base through our various uh, media platforms, and they're all about sort of. Valentine's Day and love, yes. and, and, and all that goes with it. Yes. Love. I have one love anecdote just to start off with. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, in the medical community, there is a disease of lovemaking, which is co- collectively called venereal diseases, mm. and that is actually named after Venus. Really? The goddess of love. Oh. So the, oh, the yeah. genitive form of Venus is Venera.
1: Right, and in fact,
2: the Russian space missions to Venus were all called Venera. Venera one, Venera two, Venera three. Huh. The medical doctors said, "Oh, here's a disease peculiar to lovemaking and love and beauty and all that go with it. Let's name it after Venus." So they call them venereal diseases. Then we astronomers came along and said, "We need a name of some of an alien who might be from Venus. We're not going to call them venereals now. because <laughs> The right. word is taken. Exactly. So we had to invent a non-legitimate word. And so you're Venusian if you're from Venus, but you're technically." You should be venereal. Venereal. Oh, okay. When the venereals come,
1: right? (laughs) (laughs) Say I'm a venusian. Oh
2: yes, say you're venusian. Get a little further (laughs) in in the social ladder if you're. Cool
1: thing about that is doctors uh, gave us. the term for VD, which actually is the same Valentine's Day as VD as well. Which, Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Ouch. Well, think about yeah. it. Ouch! Valentine's yeah. Day, venereal disease. Ouch, Chuck. Just... Wait a minute. There's good prices this is Valentine's, <laughs> Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> we're all fine. Okay, we're just laying, laying the, laying the I'm blanket. I'm just saying, day. it's never been a good day for me. <laughs> <Okay>.
3: <laughs> no, me neither. I'm always working on that day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so,
2: Chuck, you got some questions. I have, we, yes. None of us have seen them, and Helen is here to, you know, I'm just here to, like, direct them to Helen because
1: I don't what the hell do I know. Mm, yeah, these okay. are our Cosmic queries, of course, like you said. Cosmic uh, queries, uh, taken from us. all over the uh, internet. So okay. let's start off with uh, Chris Reed coming to us from Twitter. CD Reed is his handle. Evolution is about the natural selection of traits. How has love evolved, and what traits were left behind? So uh, that's a really good. I know. Question. I got, uh, yeah,
2: yeah, that's a really good question. And I wonder if I can add to that. Yeah. If, you know, we think of love as distinctly human, but right. d- d- does this preclude other animals, especially other mammals, right. from having the same sentiment? Oh, and yeah. why, why else would we say, oh, look at the love birds? Right. We right. would analogize yeah. our love to what yeah. we know are two birds.
3: So there's you know, like, three questions beaks. really on the table. And let me start with the with the evolution of it and, and the brain. You know, I put people in brain scanners and study the brain circuitry of romantic love. That's
2: what scares me about you. you but know, nice.
3: Well, I wouldn't say, you know. Talk, ab-
2: <laughs>
1: talk about your foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. ho. No, I mean, put, put your put mate you in the brain head. scanner See Girl, if he really does love you Girl, go ahead and get in that brain scanner <laughs> that's you know, how we starting this off tonight. You You're know, getting you, in a brain scanner. That's what we're doing. Yeah.
3: You know, you can know every ingredient in a piece of chocolate cake and then when you sit down and eat that cake you feel that joy. In the same way, I can know everything you can know about love and still make the same mistakes everybody just else Just to be been, clear, and, to guys,
2: know. chocolate cake is really just chocolate cake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, Maybe just. you. <laughs> that's
1: true. But it's anyway, just chocolate cake.
3: this is a brain system. It came from other mammals. It came from other birds. All kinds of animals feel attraction to certain creatures and not attraction to others, you know, too old, too young, too uh, feathers out of order, too anything. antlers too big, uh, too little, et cetera, et cetera,
1: you don't oh want to. God, it, so. I know that part.
3: <laughs> so <laughs> the Man. bottom line is, <clears throat> we did evolve. Get your
1: antlers out of this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I want to see your antlers. Anyway. <laughs> Show me your antlers. Anyway, the bottom line is, this brain system came out of nature, so long before mankind came down out of the trees, began to stand up on two feet, began to need to form pair bonds to rear their young, and the brain circuitry for romantic love began to evolve to, in order to make us focus on one particular individual and start the mating process but you can see that in other mammals particularly ones that form pair bonds you know you'll see an immediate attraction uh from of one animal for another and you know they they're going for it in fact this is the evolution of love at first sight uh,
2: is it attraction or is it just they want to mate How how do you Um, distinguish the two? um, Did you ask them?
3: (laughs) uh, There's actually academic studies that uh, when a female chimpanzee, for example, is in heat and in in estrus, she'll copulate with actually almost all of the males, but there's some she won't copulate with. Uh And it's because she doesn't like them.
1: Because he's a real, real... A hole yeah, that yeah. Guy. Yeah. man so The
3: bottom line is these are different systems, and it, just the sex drive will get you out there looking. But then it's romantic love that, or attraction in other animals, or magnetism, just animal magnetism, that enables you to f- sift between all these other animals and focus on the one that uh, works for you. So it's one it does thing does if, if they, out, they don't
2: sleep with. With you because they're sleeping only one other person, but they're sleeping with everybody, everybody else and not you? you?
1: Uh-huh. That's, that, that's bad. That, yeah. That, that, yeah. That's well, really I don't bad. know. Yeah, it's all bad. Then yeah. <laughs> they just find out that the reason uh, the pandas that they had wherever in San Francisco that they've been trying to mate, that the reason they didn't mate was because the female didn't, didn't like, each like, each like the male. Who? Here you go. Yeah. There you You go. Just assume you put the man pole. That 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 is a really
3: important point. Yeah. Because no animal on this planet will copulate with anything that comes along. They all have preferences, and we evolved that system for preferences. And then, of course, when we began to stand up on two legs, females began to have to carry their babies in their arms instead of on their backs. They began to need someone to help them out at least while they raised the child through Mm -hmm. infancy. And so, this brain circuitry for animal attraction evolved into what we call today. Uh, romantic love.
2: Is, is there anything that was left behind like the questioner asked? Oh, that's right.
3: a beautiful question. Nobody's ever asked me. Sure, the ability to share we're not an animal that shares very well. Oh, We're a jealous animal. Wow! Uh, you know, mm. I mean, I was talking last night to some people who are polyamorous, but and and they really just, have to work very means, hard to keep their. Which
1: means you know, several partners. These
3: people actually believe that um, you you can have several partners. You keep swingers, them, baby! Uh, swingers are the sex sex. They they're swinging for sex. Uh, polyamorous are Our are relationships. Fine, yes.
1: So yeah. they're they're
3: romantic. Okay. So they want to keep their deep attachment to one partner and then have a lot of romances on. The side, and they say they can overcome this this jealousy and the uh, you know the self deception and all, Lion. but they can't. They work they're very lying. hard on it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is no, we're not a good animal. We don't share well, um, and of so course we are also so cheaters. You know, I mean it's a it's a it's an example.
2: Uh, so so uh, so in the Mormon tradition of multiple wives for right. the men, then this is you're saying they're there might be an evolutionary force that makes that not stable because they, they've been stable. doing it for a hundred something. Yeah, years. you
3: know, um, 86% of world cultures permit a man to have several wives. Mm-hmm. Um, I was but actually, in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. It can about? be a toothache. Yeah, I can tell you that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it can be a real panic. I think I told you last time. I knew a man in in uh, you know in Highlands of New Guinea who had three wives. And when I asked him how many he wanted, he said none.
2: Yeah, you know? no, yeah there you uh, go. Uh, be Careful what you wish for. It can be a toothache. Yeah. Right. Plus, <laughs> as I understand it, historically, the the particularly the Middle East, as I've come to understand it, that was initially put forth as protection for women so that if you actually got romantically involved with a woman, she actually, you had to then take care of her.
3: Exactly. And so, oh. that's right.
2: So it was a matter of accountability right. for who you were. It
3: was also ecological reasons, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you know, uh, most societies permit a man to have several wives, but only about 5 to or 10 percent of men in almost all cultures actually have several wives because you got to have a lot of money, a lot of cows, right. a lot of sheep, a lot of education or something to get two women to share you.
2: So are there any cultures where... where a woman has multiple husbands?
3: Only very few. Among the very rich um, of southern Alaska, traditionally, um, these people lived in these archipelagos. And the men went out fishing every every. To be the
2: native
1: peoples of Alaska. Native peoples of Alaska, yes.
3: And um, a woman
1: Not Sarah Palin. Not Sarah Palin. Oh, I have four husbands. You betcha. (laughs) You betcha. say (laughs) that.
3: But um, it's very um, impractical from a Darwinian perspective, because you know. If, if a woman is sharing several men, you know, she can't have a baby right. uh, every nine months, whereas if a man has several wives, he could have a lot of babies have four babies at
1: one time, yeah. at one time,
3: uh, Or more. But the problem with um, polygyny, poly meaning many, gyne meaning women, is that the women fight. Sometimes they uh, uh, try to poison each other's children. And yeah, not you know, my problem. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Keep it that way. Yeah, I'm, I'm a husband. I don't yeah.
1: You guys do your thing. Don't come bother yeah. me with your petty squabbles. You
3: know, to bond is human. We're a pair-bonding animal. But well, it's also an animal that cheats. And we seem to do both. And I think one of the great 21st century issues is to what degree do we want intimacy with one individual individual, and what degree do we want autonomy? That great balance between the two is is something we all have to wrestle
2: and with. And what intrigues me is how we cherry pick the animal kingdom to use as examples of how we want to behave. Mm-hmm. So we'll say, oh, an eagle will mate for life. The swans. Oh, they'll mate yeah. for life. Okay, well, but how about the... What's the one that just has sex as often as it can with as many other? Uh, all
3: of them. No, <laughs> all the all the rest of them. The rest of them. All the, the rest of them. Like even eagles. No, no, no the, even the, eagles. Even even swans. No, no, we the, have not found the a naked completely... mole rat the
2: naked mole rat has two subspecies. Uh-huh. One of them mates for life. The other is just yeah. whores. Well, just, just, they whore them same thing
3: out. with it's the prairie vole. Yeah. Same prairie vole. With, Sorry, yeah, maybe, right.
2: I, maybe that's what I meant. Yes. Not, and, not the naked and mole rat. And some of them,
3: and we know the genes of that, the the genetics of that. And then you take one of the genes from one of those uh, prairie voles that does mate for life and put them in a non-pair bonding uh, mouse or something and it'll start to start, form a pair bond too. Start to do so the there nasty. is biology to, to um, feelings of attachment. Yes.
2: Well, they put the attachment gene in the ones that we're not always be attached. Yes. But how about the the wandering gene? Does that make them wander? Do we we
3: haven't really found a wandering gene. We found uh, a genes in which you attach less. Uh, you okay. know, there's one gene in which the if you have no copies of that gene, you're the most in among men. Actually, it's a study the of most men. Promiscuous? Uh, the least promiscuous. the least one promiscuous. One gene, they're going to be more promiscuous, and the and two genes that are going to be the mo- actually not promiscuous, but in inst- unstable relationships that are going to lead to promiscuity. So we're we're uh, finding something. But you know what? Okay. That's sure, does
2: promiscuity coefficient. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that should come out in the speed dating rounds, right? What is your?
3: <laughs> but you know what? It's important, even though we have predispositions, you can say no to them. You know, um, uh, because uh, you know. Because uh,
2: we live in civilization.
1: That's yeah, why.
3: Yeah, yeah. You can. You know, people can be um, uh, uh, quit
1: their bad habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then some of it is called age for men as well. <laughs> yeah, it's just... <laughs> wait, wait, but just to be clear,
2: just to be clear, they're not habits if we're pre- genetically predisposed. Right. So they they can... You can overcome exactly. a genetic predisposition because right. we live in civilization where exactly. certain conduct well uh, is necessary.
3: Very well said. And then you just get too It's amazing old. how many people don't, though. I mean, I've looked at adultery in 42 societies, and you find it even in places where you can get your head chopped off.
2: Right, it's not, not even adultery, there's murder. Uh, there are things, there's transgressions yeah. of right. of a society that... Well,
3: that's... A, I mean, I think that most of our crimes have passed come because people have been, they've lost a true love. They've yeah. lost from a Darwinian perspective. They've lost mm. uh, life's greatest prize, which is a mating partner.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah. They need to rethink some things. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you, got no, you got another okay, question. Let's move on. All that right. was let's fascinating stuff, man. All right. Let's get down to, here's one from The Teen Poet. <laughs> okay. Coming to us from Twitter. That's a Twitter handle. It's okay. a Twitter handle. At uh, uh, The Teen Poet 322. Uh, wants to know, is human love more than chemical reactions, as in Interstellar's unrealistic ending? Well, thanks for the critique <laughs> inside the question. <laughs> Just in so,
2: case people missed that moment in Interstellar, Interstellar right? where uh, Anne Hathaway's character, says maybe, I'm paraphrasing, you know, love is something that transcends even dimensions.
1: Right. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. It's love that they're using uh-huh. to communicate with us through uh, basically space and time. Yeah, through the space-time continuum. Through the continuum. space-time continuum. Yeah. Love is the language that transcends the space-time So so
2: if, so if I can tighten the question, how much of your research tells us that love is just electrochemical in your brain and it's nothing more or less than that?
3: Well, bottom line is everything is electrical and chemical in your brain. I mean, everything, you, know, okay. you think of anything, do anything, uh, feel anything, any kind of drive, thirst, hunger, all of them. So there. Chuck,
1: it doesn't permeate the fabric <laughs> I mean, of then the space-time continuum. No can, and now my heart is broken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and
3: then we make a whole lot of things out of it, and we make beautiful things. I mean, all of the love poetry from around the world, I mean, all our plays, our poems, our novels, our sitcoms, our ballets, our operas, mm-hmm. our our theater, our myths, our legends. I mean, the world don't forget is covered. Don't, <laughs> porn. Porn, don't, don't forget porn. Don't
2: forget porn. That was co- co- conspicuously absent from <laughs> <on> that list.
3: <laughs> we got it in there. <laughs> Chuck, thank but, you. But
2: why isn't that just the spectrum of human emotion, of which love is one? Right. one it's actually one a drive.
3: Element. Um, uh, it's uh, the brain... So is hate.
2: Hate is as big a drive as love.
3: No question about it. In fact, okay. they're not even the opposites. The opposite of love is indifference. Ooh, that's mm, Look at
2: that. That's yeah. deep. In
3: fact, you can hate and love somebody at the same time. Oh, you know? now I mean, that I explains a... my parents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. That
2: we get the frenemy. The, the frenemy. <laughs> right. Yeah. I okay. had a wonderful
3: girlfriend who said of her husband, it was a wonderful marriage, but she said, you know what? Sometimes I hate him, but I always love him. And so you, these are different brain systems, and you can flop from one to the other. It's indifference. That's when, you are kill, when you've are When you killed the passion. But you know what? It's a drive. This is not even an emotion. It comes emanates from a uh, little fact. In the base of the brain, that is lies right next to the brain regions that orchestrate thirst and hunger, because this is so essential to survival, and it has been for so long. Because if you don't have babies, you don't form a pair bond, you don't pass your DNA on to.
2: It is that's the end of your you your know. line.
1: So it's just it's basically uh, the second greatest driving force in 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 our in our being, which the first is, gotta eat. Yeah, uh, you know, you know uh,
3: eating makes you live another day. You know, having sex will make you live. Genetically make you
1: want for, to live another day. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right, that is for sure. That's
1: how you really right? got to do you, it. By the way, sex
3: is really good for you if it's with the right person.
1: Preach <laughs> it to the choir, baby.
2: <laughs> well, I think so. It's it is reducible in a fundamental way too. I I I came up with three in the list. So okay. there's the there's there's sex. There's food, sex, and shelter, were three things shelter. that we need for our survival. Right. And so we ought to be pretty uh, energetic in the acquisition of those three. Absolutely. And uh, also, if you don't... I've never
3: seen anybody kill themselves um, when they couldn't get something to eat. But I've mm. certainly seen people kill themselves when they couldn't get a particular sweetheart. Couldn't get the love. Yeah, mm. I don't think you go around. Mur- well, you might go around murdering somebody for bread, you know, in the right place when you're that's, starving. But yeah, okay,
1: yeah. yeah a, you uh, kill, in them, kill in the you name. Kill you won't kill yourself. You kill somebody else, and that's right. why. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: And I bet there's um, our, jails, our jails are much more filled with people who have crimes, have committed a crime of passion. I mean, these are powerful brain systems. What people will do for love is out of this world. Okay. And particularly around right now, you know. I'm the chief scientific advisor to Match.com. And between um, the day after Christmas and Valentine's Day, the uh, amount of people going onto that site and other sites increases everywhere from 30 to 60 percent. This is the time. This is the season for love.
2: You're listening to Star Talk. Stay
1: tuned for another segment. That's me, too. And at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me, too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true.
0: Hello,
2: America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. Welcome back to Star Talk. Here's more of this week's episode. So, Chuck, what questions you have called from
1: our uh, our listening audience? Well, you know, um, I I recognize this handle as somebody I I know on Twitter, so I figure I'll go ahead and read this. Uh, this is from uh, at Ben Makes TV, and Ooh. he wants to know this: Why does no one love me? Oh, yeah. And I'm 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 going to say it's because uh, you pleasure yourself publicly on the train, and people people Chuck. just can't forgive that, fan. <laughs> they can't forgive you
2: for it. Let, let me let me broaden the question, Helen, and ask: Is there someone for everyone?
3: Sure. The, if many. there is,
2: then the person who can't find love is not looking hard enough.
3: They're not looking hard enough. You you know, if you go on these dating sites, it does require some work. You know, first of all, he's probably too picky. Uh, you know, lower your standards. The uh, you
2: guy who's looking for for, no, for I love. Looking for love. I mean, um, when in doubt, lower your standards. Th- is this advice That's you're so giving us, good. Helen? Yes. <laughs> I got your book here, The Anatomy of Love. You're telling us. Think
3: of reasons to say yes. You okay. know, there's a huge part of the brain that enables us to overlook the negative and focus on the positive. Do it
2: all the time. Uh, and we time. want to.
3: Yeah, when you, but one of the problems when you're meeting people online is you know so little about them when you start out mm-hmm. that you over you know, you know overweight those few things that you know, and you break it up before you... The more you get to know somebody, the more you like them. Mm-hmm. you got to give
1: people a chance, you know? And but see, like now them. that is a chemical thing, because... And oh, I don't, I'm probably going to get in trouble if I say this. Uh, oh, I'm gonna say we it can in. edit this, Chuck. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> All right, so here's the truth. I have often sat and said to myself, why after I... Eighteen years of marriage. Okay, stop there. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> Let me protect Chuck you from himself.
2: I'm gonna protect no. me. I'm not gonna say this.
3: I'm just gonna. Oh, I gotta protect I'm dying Chuck. To hear it.
2: Uh, Back uh... away from the microphone. <laughs>
3: but <laughs> i put people in scanners. <laughs> It's possible to remain well, in love long term. I, we have, I and my colleagues have put um, 70 people into the scanner who were married an average of 21 years. So you're, you're mind well, no, the game. I'm still and, in love.
1: Oh, are you? What, no, that's my point. That's I'm good. back away from the mic, Chuck. No, you're right. I said, right. okay, but I'm still in yes. love. In love. I mean, yes. in oh, yeah. love. I'm, However, yes, no. Now I, listen to me. Don't. And I'm, You know what? D- listen. If I were to put it down on paper, yeah, I should not be in love. Yeah. I should not really. be. Unrealistic. Really? I should not be. Yeah. This woman, I love her to death, and there's nothing she can do that's wrong. And if I were to actually go and say all the stuff that I probably would be like, no, I don't like that. No, I don't like I should have left long oh. ago. On so if you if you, well, if, you deconstruct if you know, I your deconstruct your relationship, my
2: relationship. There's nothing there, but in total it's working for you. Oh my
1: god. Yeah. It's, it's the best thing ever okay. happened to
2: me in life. So my so connection. Helen.
3: We evolved, it. not thanks.
1: thanks a lot. <laughs> we evolved to deceive. Chuck, you are lying to yourself.
3: <laughs> wait, 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 No, No, so you're why, not. no
1: here you're is You're In love with neg- your wife. Wait, wait. Help, You help, are help. overlooking
3: the negative, and there's a huge part of the brain that enables you to do that. And bless it.
2: So, so, but let me let me get let me come in the back door there. If you do have a list of what you like in someone, and then you put it on one of these websites, and then you find someone that matches it, the premise is that's your that's your soulmate. But what Chuck is saying is, if you laid out the the, the inventory, if you laid out the portfolio of what, then no, he would have never met her. In That's this true. way. I, I would have never
3: met her this way. I you bet that there true. are real... No, you wouldn't have met her. But once would you never did meet her, her, there's things about that woman that you really like that that ring deep into then your what
2: of, love what, map. Then what of these Definitely. websites that are matching people up and slicing and dicing them in these very... Yeah. What, what is it? Farm... Uh,
3: Farmers.com.
2: Farmers.com. Yeah. Farmers <laughs> can mate other farmers. Right. Meet and mate right. with other that's farmers. A whole
3: lifestyle so that you can understand it. But the bottom line is these are not dating services. These are introducing services. The only oh. true algorithm is your own human brain. So the faster you can get out and meet the guy or girl in the bar, so to wait on the to, street, you know, okay. it's just giving you a whole range of people, and then you got to do the job. We can give you the people, but you got to do the job. And that's what's really thrilling.
2: But would you agree that if you pre Pros- if you proscribe right. what you think you're going to be attracted to, that is greatly restricting your options.
3: The problem or is, it could I mean, be
2: at least yeah, at least, least there's
1: a potential the, for that, yeah. right?
3: It's. Listen, staying at home uh, and looking for somebody under the couch is certainly going to, uh, you know, not do much for your options. I mean, mm-hmm. the bottom line is, you know, how many people do you meet through your friends? How many do you meet at work? How many people do you meet when at the you're fitness playing center, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. at the fitness center? And you run through all that. And then how are you going to meet people? No, I think these dating services, introducing services, introducing service. give you a much broader range than you, than we've ever had in all of our history. Oh, I would history.
2: agree. Well, even the ones you know. that specify, because there's J-Date for, for right. Jews.
1: And re- right. l- lately, they, there's like a white people one. Yeah. White people meet? But white yeah, people? Yeah. Yes. What, do they, they really have, have a hard time finding... black people meet, to okay. which I told a friend, how could I ever meet a white girl on black people meet? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but You're kind right. of craziness is that. Right, but do, do white people actually
2: have a problem finding other white people in a country that... that, that... Uh, apparently, all these white people
1: live in Detroit. <laughs> is that what it is? It's like, I don't know where I'm going to find another white <laughs> person. God? Every time I look around, uh, I'm here no in Detroit and I can't I find need, any white people. I need a web service a help to help me find Web I service to help me... <laughs> <laughs> no. But
3: you do meet many more people on these dating sites than we ever did through all of history. Plus, throughout your life. I mean, we've got things like Our Time, which is for people over 50. I mean, right. I can't stand in a bar and have the perfect boy walk by. Uh-huh.
1: You know, I, uh, you're selling yourself short there, Helen.
3: Well, well,
1: thank you. i you right now. <laughs>
3: what party do you have in mind? <laughs>
2: So Chuck, what other questions we right, got let's there? Let's get
1: back to this. So tell,
2: tell, t- t- we told our boy here Is to get out, get the t- hell get off the get couch, get out the house, get yeah. out the house, yeah.
1: Ben. Right. That's the answer to your question. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> oh,
2: wait, wait. Okay. wait, wait, wait. Just, just. I'm sorry. Uh, just to round that out, round out that question. Go ahead. Should someone change themselves to be more attractive to other people? Should they go through a makeover? Good. Should they change their hair? Mm. Should they other than the minimum hygiene that we expect right. in society? Yeah. Should someone do that if they're desperate for love? And let me just And then then if they find that person, did that right. person fall in love with what they created for themselves? It right. is it not well, really We do that?
3: fall in love with what we created for ourselves yes. no matter what. Even if somebody fits somewhat within your love map, you overlook what doesn't fit and you focus on what you do. So I mean, we're constantly love map, like that. yeah. yeah, that's right. what it is. We have this, you know, we even as small children we grow up and we we create a list uh, unconscious list of what we're looking for in a mm-hmm. partner and then you see the perfect. Person at the perfect time, and they fit pretty much in your love map, and you get rid of, excuse me, what you what you don't like, and you just focus on what you do. So that's that's good. But what was that other question? Right, myself, no, what were you
1: going to say? No, I'm saying that uh, you know what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Should you change yourself?
3: All right, uh, yeah.
1: you know. And on the one hand, the answer is no. Uh, well, it, yeah, I mean, you uh, should uh, should if you're a career. man, because don't worry, she's going to do that for, for you. You. <laughs> you do not have to worry. <laughs> it's you in the car And be yourself, man, because <laughs> what. Whatever you are and whoever you are, that yeah. is not what you yeah. are going yeah. to be right. in two years. Right. Okay, it's a good project for us girls. Yeah, yeah but we have a
3: lot, to, yeah. lot, of, lot, yeah. to, lot of
1: work to do. I, I, let me tell you, I've, <laughs> I have a friend that I saw that has been 20 years since we've seen each other, mm-hmm. and we are we we got to hang out. I was in Philadelphia and we got to hang out. We haven't seen each other in 20 years. And it is your place. That's my right. right. hometown. And mm-hmm. at the end of the night, he was like, "Wow, man, you." you really have changed. <laughs> and he really hadn't. Yeah. He's not married. Okay, there what, did I, I, I mean, what did you change? He's just me. What did you change? Mostly, your... now that I'm married, I'm gay. Um, <laughs> that's the most thing, you know, because...
3: <laughs> I think you need to just change. Listen, if it's not working, you might ought to make some changes. But I wouldn't certainly make any changes. I mean, first of all, we it's very hard to make um, changes in personality. You can be somebody else, but it's tiring.
2: Yeah, okay. out of right. Character. It's an investment of energy yeah, at all yeah, times. Yeah, and as yeah. it
3: turns out, you know, you'll turn off. I mean, by being who you are, you will turn off some people. But when you find the right one, that person's going to really love you. So I wouldn't make huge changes. Sure, you you know, you can you can change your hair and and maybe stop swearing or mm-hmm. or you know read a little bit more uh, so that you're better educated. So you can call them comf-
1: comfort changes. Yeah, yeah. yeah because either. that might make the yeah. other person comfortable? Ah, good, yeah. good, Without really totally Without messing, really messing, with your, messing with you. Exactly. With your profile. Right. Okay. And that's
3: just parts you don't like of you, and mm-hmm. you know you can work. On that too. But, uh, you know, uh, as you say, she's going to work on you too. Oh, you, know?
1: you rest assured. <laughs> Next question. Next question. Let us move but on. But men
3: do their work too. You know, women are always scrambling to, be, to please. Okay. Yeah, so, but,
2: but but we don't know that that's what you're doing for us. You just appear that way. And we think, hey, wow, I really like that. Not mm-hmm. knowing that you spent five hours
1: creating that, you mm-hmm. just said. But don't, like. doesn't that matter was very come profound, say, what you just said. Yeah. Because that is the difference between what makes uh, a woman appreciate you because you noticed what she did, uh-huh. right. you just gave the true male perspective, which right. is we're appreciative of it. We just think like, wow, look at you. This right. is how you look. Yeah, we, we're completely oblivious. We're completely oblivious yeah, that oblivious. you actually took effort and time to make yeah, yourself look that way. Right. Uh-huh. We're just like, wow, okay, that which, looks we're, good. We're idiots, right. basically. We can...
3: I don't know. I am for men and I don't think you're idiots. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'll keep to my self-deception on that one. Okay, exactly. Uh,
1: okay. exactly. We, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, This is Ray coming to us from Twitter as well. And Ray has a very simple, succinct question, but I think it's uh, quite uh, in in depth when you look at it. Uh, Why does love hurt? Oh, boy. Boom. That's Ooh. all he asked. But i got to say, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty prolific, what I, he just said. Well, he just
3: asked. It really does. So we've put um, a lot of people into a, a scanner who've just been dumped. And the brain regions that become active when you've been, been dumped is three brain regions linked with intense craving, a brain region linked with physical pain. Physical pain. Uh, physical pain, a brain region, and actually, uh, aspirin helps. Um, when you're rejected in love. With, there's an academic article on that. Wow. And also anxiety that goes along with the physical pain. And you're also brain regions linked with trying to figure out what went wrong, the costs, the benefits, what happened here. And I think so the brain is in overdrive. It is in It's in a terrible state. This is why we have all these crimes of passion, you know. And why does it hurt? It hurts because you've lost, once I said, you know, life's greatest prize, a mating partner. You've you've lost a, 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 the ability to pass your DNA on to eternity. I think nature overdoses. Did it to be perfectly honest. We oh. really, we uh, really suffered terribly. And there's basically two stages of getting rejected. The first is protest. You just try to win the person back. You'll try to seduce. Mm-hmm. You'll try to threaten. Yes. Uh, you'll you'll try to make them jealous and all that. Right. And then you slip into this incredible depression. Um, Unless you
1: and, get them back,
3: then, then you get in them which back.
1: case you slip right. into indifference, like, why did
3: I ever want you in a... <laughs> 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 why do I keep yeah. doing this?
1: You've heard that you other know. people
2: say this. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> you Read about it, right, Chuck. Exactly.
3: <laughs> yeah. But I, I think it hurts You're too You're it's
2: a real part of the brain center that yeah, is responsible. There's
3: no question about it. Big parts of the brain become incredibly overactive. You know, you can't eat, you can't sleep, you can't stop crying. You, so
2: it's disruptive know. to your human physiology.
3: Yes. And to your social relations. and even So, love sick is actual sick. It's an actual sick. And you can You're die sick. from being rejected. Um, from wait,
2: wait, don't tell me you die from a broken
1: heart. You die from um, heart attacks and strokes. So, the stress. Okay, you so your heart there did was a break. A great deal of anxiety. <laughs> yeah. stress. Actually, manifests itself physically, and you end up dying of a stroke or a heart attack because of Yeah,
3: it drives up the dopamine system in the beginning. That gives you all that energy and focus and motivation and craving. And then after a while, you can't get them. You finally give up, and you slip into sort of a profound. uh, How about okay? Uh,
2: As a corollary to this, there are people who are in love with people they've never met.
3: Yes, isn't that so?
2: Now, are they? They're not the practicing. They're not the the mating partner that they got to know intimately. Right. But nonetheless, the sentiment is still there.
3: Right. It's a crush. I mean, it's most largely teenagers, but it can be somebody at work you don't ever dare come close to, but you, you know you you feel all that. It'll go away. They're
2: grown. Yeah, I agree with the teenager thing, yeah. but isn't that more women? And when you get older, it's the male stalker of the of the women of the women. No,
3: um, men fall in love faster than women do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they fall in love more often than women do. Uh, when they meet somebody that they really like, they want to uh, introduce them to friends and family sooner. Men want to move in sooner. Men have more intimate conversations with their wives than women do with their husbands. Because women have their intimate conversations with their girlfriends, mm-hmm. and men are two and a half times more likely to kill themselves when a relationship is over. So men are the more wow.
2: So romantic- basically, oh, wait. Just to be clear, I think we're we're more likely to commit suicide in all categories. Probably, I, yes. I think so. Yes. So, and homicide,
3: you know. Right, right. It's a more mm-hmm. delicate... Thing. Men are
1: just completely messed up. I was going right? to say, it well, sounds well, to like They're we're a bunch relating. of love pussies. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it comes down to.
3: Oh, my God, I can't live without you. Man. Women are pretty bad, believe me. I've had them on my couch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so, uh,
2: okay. So we've established it's, a, it's, it's real, it's, it's no. real. pain it's real is real. It's not imagined. Nobody you can't just say get it. over it. It's like breaking your leg and saying, get over
3: exactly. it. Exactly. As a matter of fact, a week later, you can't remember any physical uh, pain in your tooth, but a week later, you're still really suffering from
1: romantic rejection.
2: Mm. Wow. So that's baggage. I think that's evolutionary baggage.
1: Is there any truth to the fact that they say for every, uh, for every year you're together, it takes six months to get over
3: I don't know the, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, they say yeah. so forever, if you're together with
2: right, So at some point, it would take longer than your life, your actuarial life expectancy exactly. to, yeah. to get over it. It's going
3: to depend on who you are, what your other mm-hmm. alternatives are, how much you invested in it, how old you are. There's going to be many forces in how you get over it. And it's not. Whether very-
2: you bought the couch together, because then you'll have to take the <laughs> exactly. chainsaw and cut it in half when you that's split up. Oh, well, thank God we didn't <laughs> buy the
1: dog together. <laughs> oh, God.
2: You're listening to Star Talk Radio. Stay tuned. More up next.
1: At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear consumer cellular when freedom calls we're here to answer call us at 1-888-FREEDOM half the cost savings based on cost of consumer cellular single line five gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by t-mobile and verizon may 2023
2: welcome back here's more of star talk
1: Chuck, you've got questions from the Internet. Yes, I do. All right, what do you have? Let's jump right back on this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Melissa McCurdy from Facebook says, Is the state of being in love considered mental illness or chemical imbalance? In other words, are you crazy to be in love with somebody? I don't think
3: so. I mean, you're going to just... It's the most important thing we do with our lives. But you are a little crazy. I mean, you, you, you can't eat, you can't sleep, you forget your coach, you you know you don't get to work, you forget to feed the cat, you don't call your mother, you're obsessed. It's an obsession.
2: Right, it so why doesn't a- it count as some kind of mental disorder? Uh, because, because you're not natural, otherwise...
3: It's a natural drive. It's a natural obsession. In fact, I think that all of the chemical addictions hijack this basic brain system that evolved for um, natural craving. So we're trying to actually to say to the medical community that uh, it's a very positive addiction when it's going well and a perfectly horribly negative addiction when it's going p- poorly. But it is an addiction. Mm. The Addiction centers become activated. But I don't want to call it a mental Addicted illness. To love.
2: Isn't it like an album or a song uh, with that title? Yes, it
1: is. Who is yeah. that? Uh, Robert. Robert uh, Palmer. Robert Palmer. <laughs> Might <Mine laughs> as well face it. You're addicted to and love. He's got the models yes, playing Lips. <laughs> and I'm like, I see why you're in love. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I that video. Pretty hot chicks behind that you. Was a, that was an
2: early MTV video. Yes, oh, my love. gosh. That was like.
3: Our poets have said it for centuries. I mean, the oldest love poetry is over 4,000 years old, and it's describing love exactly the way we describe it today.
2: Right. You know, okay, so even sense. though it disrupts our normal functioning, Right. Our responsible functioning as members of society because of its frequency among we humans. Right. You're not going to say it's, it's a essential dis- purpose, and you're not going to say it's a disorder. We're going to say it's it's something. It's it's like today where they have drugs living with this disease. Right. We're mm-hmm. not going to cure. you are just going to live it's with it. It's going to teach us how to live with our love. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying.
3: Well, I would basically say that an awful lot of people would be happy to live with their love. I mean, we're people are madly in love. F- think of nothing else. They don't care if they forget to feed the cat. They're just happy. Happy, really. I mean,
1: cat it. will <laughs> care if it forgets yeah. to <laughs> But that. Sure. See <laughs> now, what you just did there, you. Asked actually described uh, the uh, textbook case scenario for a a person addicted to drugs. Right. I don't Absolutely. care about anything. Yeah. I don't Absolutely. care if I feed the cat. Absolutely. I don't right. care
3: right. That's right. There's a big difference. There's many big differences, though. I mean, what, you know, the right love affair is going to um, give you tremendous pleasure. It's going to give, give you optimism. It's going to give you hope. I mean, as you drive that dopamine system up, when you're madly in love, you get energy, focus, motivation. You know, when you take drugs, you're not getting necessarily... And by the way, the drug's going to be gone tomorrow morning when you
1: wake up. No, and it's still you don't be party love, with me you know? tomorrow morning. Oh. morning. <laughs> <laughs> you mean nine
2: O'clock tonight. <laughs> now go ahead. <laughs>
1: well, that sounds good. okay. <clears throat> so that's that's a, a
2: fascinating point. There are upside the upside of this. It's a wonderful is a, a fundamental contribution to
1: society and people's Absolutely. happiness. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. We got there. Here we go. Let's we move that. on. Move, 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 on up. This is Joe Pettingill from Portland, Portland, Oregon, coming to us through Facebook. Once All right you know this biologically. How does the love of a pet differ from the love of a person or love of an object? Does mm-hmm. so would mean a person's love of a pet, not a pet's love of the person? Right, not a right, pet's right, right. love of a person. Right. But even though that's a very interesting, I'd like to know about that now that you brought it up. Like, you know. Well, I don't know if she studies non-human uh, animals. Oh, that's Well, great. I do.
3: I do, because you have to understand. Um,
2: scare me every day you keep talking <laughs> and telling me what you put in your machine.
3: I, I think that's very cool.
1: <laughs> I think my dog wants people. to bang me. No,
3: just saying. <laughs> so. But, you know, there's a constellation of traits that are linked with feelings. You have
2: permission problems. to use that word in that way for me.
3: Oh, uh, thank a you. constellation, uh, yes, good. And um, among those things are the um, drive to actually have sex with the person. And you really don't. Most people want to have sex with their dog. So mm-hmm. you have many of the traits linked with romantic love. I mean, the obsession, the the focus, the the you know, you think your dog's the best looking dog in the whole universe. It's the only dog that's alive that counts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it has some of the characteristics of intense romantic love and feelings of deep attachment. That second brain system, but you don't have any of these sex sexual things. And so you know,
1: it's it's the intimacy or physical intimacy yeah. that sets that apart. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So so here's You're an interesting. You can
3: fall in love with your small baby too, and you know you can fall in love with all kinds of things, but yes, it's that sexual component that's missing. Fall over the toaster. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Just don't like... have sex with...
3: <laughs> It'll be hot. <laughs> <laughs> right,
2: so I have a, I have a question uh, and on that a- animal frontier. Uh, dogs were basically bred yeah. for their loyalty to humans, among other properties. Yeah. So uh, you know, there's an old saying, be the person who your dog thinks you are.
3: Oh, how wonderful yeah because
2: your dog thinks you're the greatest thing ever you come yeah. home no matter yeah. what no the matter the day life. the dog had no matter the day that you are the best person there ever yeah. was to happen to them yeah. so that might might um fool you into thinking that this is a relationship right and the person appreciates you for who and what you are right. now Cats, not so much. No, not so much. So do we have data to show that people have stronger relationships with their dogs than they do with their cats? Because the dog is reciprocal in its... its, Yes.
3: Mm. Yes, and in fact, um, you know they call it chick bait. I mean, a, a man with a dog walking down the street um, picks up more girls than uh, if he's walking along with a cat. Must
2: or love or dogs. Or the whole cat. movie yeah. with that title. Yeah. Yeah. Must love dogs. But
3: he's he's basically advertising that he can take care of something. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: that's a pretty low bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> take care of a pet. Okay. Maybe he's good mating material. <laughs>
3: yeah. That's exactly. Actually, we've got
2: data on that. He picks up the poop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good.
3: But you know, dogs are pair-bonding animals naturally. Only three percent of mammals uh, form a pair bond to rear the young, and all the wild wolves, uh, foxes, coyotes, um, uh, dingoes, and uh, you know, and dogs form pair bonds. And but so I that's thought they I would... thought
2: they travel in packs with one. They do, but with, one, one male and one
3: female who are the breeding pair, and everybody else is a helper at the nest.
2: Oh, oh, oh! So, so it's, it's not one things. male mating multiple females, uh, okay? Like no. a pride of lions. It's not a... exactly
1: it's gotcha. not a That's pride the difference. Of lions. Didn't
2: know that. Okay, exactly. good. And so
3: this is why we bond so easily with them. As a matter of fact, anthropologists think that it's um, dogs that. M- Picked uh, the bonding with us Mm -hmm. and followed along with us, you know, and. Because we um,
1: left uh, food behind.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. We did that on on, on Cosmos. We did like a whole episode and uh it's titled, And the Wolf Shall Become the Shepherd. Oh, that was Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you know, dogs, uh, I mean.
2: That's that's Andrewian's poetic. uh, Yeah. uh, She's got, there's a poetry side of her that contributes to the scripting. So Mm -hmm. that's where that came from. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so okay, so that's real.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, it, it's good. real. Mm-hmm. And it probably creates a lot of the oxytocin. You know, the, the, the brain system for attachment is the oxytocin system in the brain. I think what people, men and women, get out of their relationship with their dog is all the hugging and touching and everything, and all of that drives up the oxytocin system in the brain linked mm-hmm. with feelings of attachment.
1: Right. Attachment.
3: So, yes, and it probably is the same in the dog, but it's certainly in that feeling in, in a human being. So, um, you know, as you put your arm around somebody, as you hold hands with them, as you hug them as you learn to sleep in their arms. You're driving up this oxytocin system, and um, and 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 it's a feel-good chemical, no question yeah. about it. Okay,
2: you're yeah. good. Right. <laughs> all right. Feel good. All right, Wait, I don't need you. I got my ox- uh, oxytocin pills. That's all right. I don't need you for nothing. I'm just thinking about my own. Just
1: don't crush it up and snort it. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right, Chuck. We got five minutes left. We're going into lightning oh, round. Lightning round. Yeah, so no, uh, no longer the luxury of long answers. Long answers. To okay. so try to get through the list because we have Chuck. You have multiple pages. Okay. Of questions I here. do, I've got okay. it. So I'm going to few. test my bell. Good, there it is. Okay. okay, so you're going to give soundbite answers. Pretend okay.
1: you're on the evening news, and okay. you have two minutes to give your entire interview. Okay. Okay, you ready? Chuck, okay. go. go. Jeffrey Clark on Twitter says, what's the science behind attraction? Am I pre-programmed to be attracted to certain traits, or is attraction a learned behavior? Love it. Go for it.
3: It's not a learned behavior. I mean, some of it is learned, but uh, chemically, we're drawn to certain people rather than others. I've figured out when people say we have chemistry, I understand what that means now.
2: So, so that's real?
3: Involved. Yes. We're going to be naturally drawn to some people rather than others, bas- basically because of body chemistry.
1: Body chemistry. That's called yeah. BO, I think. <laughs> 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 yeah. Let's keep going. Go. Next question. Uh, uh, this is from Dan Larkins on Facebook. Wants to know this if evolution favors individuals who seek out the strongest and the best suited mates to pass on their genes, is there a body? Biological advantage to falling in love over choosing the most advantageous partner, gene-wise. No insult intended to my beloved. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right, Dan. There you go. So yeah. So that, that, that's a pretty clean question. Yeah. So
2: if you just want to propagate a survival you yeah. pick the person and then you do that why does it? what's love got to do with it
1: why do we fall in love with a guy who looks like the penguin from batman mm-hmm. and he's because, not rich mm-hmm. and you're a supermodel mm-hmm. how does that even that be? doesn't happen too often basically if- <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you for your honesty <laughs> thank
3: you i mean penguins go for penguins i <laughs> <No. Okay. laughs> i mean we didn't we didn't tend to fall in love with somebody who from the same socioeconomic background same general level of intelligence same general level of good looks, same religious and social values. We do draw we are drawn to people to some extent, like ourselves. Yeah, but
2: that's environmental, of course. Your your religion that you're born into is you're born into it. Yes, exactly. Right? And that's so true. socioeconomic, those are the people you Absolutely. hang out with.
3: But I do think, you know, people who are very uh, novelty-seeking and risk-taking go for people like themselves, people who are very traditional
1: except go for
2: people like themselves. Hell Helen, mm-hmm. except some of the greatest stories ever told were people falling in love who were completely not right. the same anything. Right. From Romeo and Juliet right. to... to, right. In, 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 in,
3: well, to Hillary uh, and Bill Clinton. I mean, Hillary... Is high testosterone, and Bill is, I think, high estrogen. <laughs> you know? No, you not Snap!
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, well, right, so, wanna...
3: so I can't accept the blanket statement
2: that people tend. I mean, yes, statistically, perhaps, but okay. the exceptions to that are so extraordinary. So,
3: sociological. be a lesson yeah. to us all. There's always exceptions. Okay. We are an animal that's flexible.
1: No question about okay. it. Okay. An environment always plays a role.
3: Next question. Oh, there good. we go.
1: All right, that was a good one. Oh, quick, oh, here we go. This one is for Dr. Tyson from Joy Green on Facebook. Dr. Tyson, my question revolves around the following topic: How can an average everyday citizen get others to fall in love with science? Oh, uh, look at Joy Negative Green. 60. Good one. Green oh going my. outside the box. Outside the box. <laughs> outside the box. Ooh, I got to team
2: up with Helen here to find out. Can you fall in love with things that are not other members of your species? Can you fall in love with an idea, a principle, a philosophy, uh, a, a, purs- sex a, a pursuit? Yeah. People who are serious hobbyists, you... The only word you can say is that they're in love with their craft.
3: I agree with you. These are basic all-purpose systems in the brain.
2: So you got your oxy, oxy...
3: oxy. Well, that's the dopamine system when you fall in love. It's the oxytocin system with feelings of attachment. But sure, these are, you know, the attachment system in the brain. You can be attached to your motorcycle. You can be attached to your girlfriend. But are
2: those same chemicals being probably. excited when you're probably. when you're waxing your motorcycle? Yes,
1: probably, oh, okay. yes. Um, they're or to systems. lesser extents. Yeah. So can, can there be measured releases of these? Uh, you know, when yes. you say dopamine, like for instance, you do cocaine, your brain floods with dopamine. Yeah, absolutely. So it does
3: absolutely, and you can fall in love.
1: Too. All right, with cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Last question. I don't love it. Just time for one more question. Here go, we go ch- One more. Fast. Fast. Go. Here we go. Uh, from Dewarmo Dave on Google Plus says, "Is chastity healthy, and what are the effects of chastity?" Mm. Ooh, go we for each it. Each his own. To each his own. Okay, that's, it. that's an awesome cop-out answer. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
3: I I think you learn a huge amount about somebody when you when you make love to them, mm-hmm. and it it triggers the brain circuitry for uh, romantic love. It triggers some of the brain circuitry for attachment, and it drives up the testosterone system so that you want more sex with them. But I can we tell, I can to have sex and fall in love. And I can you know, tell
2: you I mean, this: if you have a gene for chastity, you didn't inherit it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice.
2: You're listening to Star Talk. Stay tuned for another segment. This Star Talk. I'm your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist. And for this Star Talk Live, we are going to explore transgender visibility today. And I've got Natalia Reagan here. Uh, hello, Natalia. She's one of our Star Talk All Stars. And she's an anthropologist who thought deeply about that. And Chuck. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Oh, hey, How are you?
0: Guys.
1: Hey,
2: guys. Hey. So, Transgender Visibility Day. Yeah. First of all, who declares these days? Well,
0: that, that's okay. So, uh, the transgender community uh, did not have a day celebrating those that had worked so hard in the past to become visible. So, in right. 2009, they created uh, – it's actually Transgender Day of Visibility. And so, basically so – It's been around
2: for eight years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and
0: it's mm-hmm. finally – I mean, obviously, with the, with the Internet and with Twitter and uh-huh. with Facebook and all these things, it's, it's getting more and more steam. I mean, people – they're we're talking more about this, these issues, and of course, it's more steam.
2: That's a very dated source of energy.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Coal, it's coming back, guys, coming back. <laughs> dated
2: thermonuclear fuel, dated <laughs> solar power. Okay, uh, um, so so just uh, we'll, we'll be taking inquiries from sure. Facebook Live, yes. mm-hmm. but if you just set the stage here, okay. uh, there are people above whatever age mm-hmm. who were just perplexed by this, exactly, and people now describing not gender being. Male or female, but that there's a spectrum.
0: Non binary, yeah. So Mm -hmm. uh, humans. Genetically,
2: in terms of your sexual preference, in terms of every dimension that's there. And
0: and to be clear, gender and sexuality are two totally different things. Mm -hmm. And gender and and sex are two totally different things. Gender is generally, it's a a social construct, it's in the brain. Uh, Sex is what's going down below the waist, which can vary. Um, There are uh, people that have, or intersex individuals that have uh, differences.
2: uh, No longer called uh, hermaphrodites?
0: Yeah, it's now generally intersex. Um, there's intersex. also intersex, intersex, intersex okay. Yeah. okay. But there's also varying um, uh, versions of what that can be. Um, right. But as far as transgender individuals, um, they basically wanted to celebrate people in the past that had had fought for visibility. But mm. to be clear, uh, gender again in in the head, uh, sex below the belt uh cisgender which is what uh, somebody that identifies as their what, what's going on in their brain matches what's going down, down downstairs typically mm-hmm. like cisgender yeah, cisgender, cisgender. Mm-hmm. uh transgender is where that does not fit so right. if you are b-
2: doesn't match doesn't match right. and it fits, so it just doesn't match exactly <laughs> well
0: it, it fit, yeah it, it, uh-huh. and that, again that's what we're we're changing our way of looking at it it's mm-hmm. no, no longer a problem it's actually being celebrated mm-hmm. um you're not you're not a mistake you know right. You are, you are just as good as everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also people that identify as non-binary or genderqueer, which mm-hmm. are those that don't feel like they fit in a traditional male-female uh, gender. Or well,
2: they can be either at a different time right. according yeah. to whims. so they're limbs.
0: fluid, basically. Yeah, exactly. They're gender exactly. fluid. Gender fluid. <laughs> and, and that's the thing is gender people have even uh, identified as certain uh, genders at certain parts of – like different parts of their life, you know?
2: Fluid has a f- an official physics definition. Uh-huh. It is a substance that takes the shape of its container.
1: Wow! So
2: air is a fluid, as is a liquid. Uh, in that context. So well, you're fluid. Here's a different container here. Yeah. I'll fit that. Right. Different you container. Here? I'll fit, fit that. that. Right. So,
0: Sometimes that. we're different at different points of our yeah, life. That's our great.
1: Container. So we, to, we got our uh, questions <laughs> coming in. Yeah, well, yeah. questions mm-hmm. are already coming in. <laughs> and I actually left one up because this was the very first question. And before we uh, take any questions, the reason why we do this is so that we can tell you guys that for everything that you want to find StarTalk, there's a place to go called startalkallaccess.com. And that's where we have things that are originally content that you can't find anywhere else. We have um, extended content that uh, we had to cut, and so we put it there in full form. It is all commercial-free, and you can also find video of the podcast itself that you normally can only find in audio form all of that is on com. and if you subscribe within this week we will be revealing for only one day at the end of this weekend nude pictures of neil degrasse tyson <laughs> <laughs> So please make sure you go, make sure you go and subscribe to StarTalkAllAccess.com and you will be able to see your nude picture of Neil deGrasse Tyson. At least wait till I get my six-pack abs. Oh, my God. All right, let's 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 do our first question. Uh And the first question comes from Eric Fiore. And Eric says this, please answer, how does gender identity and sexual orientation work in the brain? Why can two siblings have so much in common and one prefers their own sex, and the other prefers the opposite. Thanks. That's Uh, that's
0: like the million-dollar question, Uh, because there isn't, I think, a a clear-cut answer at this point, uh, how, you know, some people say that it's a a choice, and no... (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh. We are here you live here. No. Uh, yes.
0: uh-huh. uh, so there isn't I, I I personally do not know the answer to that question because I don't think there is an answer of exactly the mechanism of how one chooses. No,
1: you you're absolutely right. The reason why you don't know the answer to that question is because we just haven't found, found the out. answer yeah, to that question. That is... If we had, we, even though researchers <laughs> are looking at whether or not there is a genetic link to um your gen uh, your your sexuality yeah, for, yeah. and your preferences, but uh Cuz
0: even Sexuality, like to, to be fair and to be clear, is, is on a spectrum, and, and people are fluid. You know, people prefer certain things at different times in their life for whatever reason. But doesn't
2: that bring up a, a morality question? Suppose we learn that mm-hmm. there's a part of the brain that generates sexual preference. Sure. And there are societal pressures that you should be one way and not another. And then someone says, I can go in and operate and, and quote, tweak fix that. that.
0: Well, it's like those camps they used to have to try, or I think they still have them to try to change, you know, kids. Gender reorientation. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean. That's a moral
2: question. And I also think that It means society is in denial of who you actually are mm -hmm. and then says, but we can fix that that that's that's a peculiar world
0: it is and i feel like humans are interesting as far as mm-hmm. animals as a as a species we are the only animal that really kind of puts this sort of moral you know uh, layer on top of sex and, and and sexual sexual orientation you know you don't see a, a chimpanzee struggling like oh god i don't know should i should i ask steve out i know i'm a male but I, you know you don't see that same sort of uh,
2: yeah, dogs don't have that something. problem either they hump whatever they
0: hump anything <laughs> <laughs> a couch my leg jim yeah. beverly what else? What else you got? What and else you I
1: got? apologize for all of that. Uh-huh. Um, I'm having trouble. I got one here. Are there instances of oh, brain switching
2: during development later in life? This is Cole Primo, is uh, Hi, from, Cole. from Facebook. Are there instances of brain switching during development later in life, or is it something you're born with?
0: As far as I, I mean, Mm -hmm. so one of the things that happened a lot in the past was like, say, for instance, if you were dealing with a, uh, if you had a a child that was intersex, a lot of times parents would might choose at the time of birth Mm -hmm. what sex to, uh, you know, what gender you would assign. Or surgically. 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 And sometimes they make mistakes. And so that child is left to grow up in a a body that does not match the brain.
2: So the mistake means they left them with... With plumbing that is different from their their brain's expectation of their plumbing should be.
0: So, something that they're doing now is waiting, waiting until the child can choose what feels right. What age
2: is that? Because we saw pictures of someone who was like 11, who, who was born male. But it's expressing female in middle school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we know enough about our gender identity by then?
0: Uh, I, f- I think they can say like the tween ages is when they're really starting to kind of yeah, yeah. that sort of uh, that sort of solid you know choices. But as far as making sort of a gender reassignment or any sort of surgical, I think they're waiting and not doing it that age. That's so, what, that's very young. So to, a men- are, a are,
2: are, there's another question. Malcolm Oliver M- Mar Marfan. Mal-
0: <laughs>
1: Malcolm, Malcolm. <Alvin> Marfan
2: <laughs> we got from Malcolm so are are the brains of men and women wired differently, differently. and and it, have we found this to be true also for transgender Individuals, because Individual. the extent to which we know it's in the brain, maybe we can't figure out where it is or what it's doing, but we can show that it's different, right? right? That that's a base level of yeah. information. So
0: males and females, uh, as far as sex goes, I, are far more similar than than dissimilar. Uh, let's okay. put that out there. Like we we want the same things. Oftentimes we strive for the same things. And yes. We...
1: Except you guys are often uh, left disappointed, and we're not.
0: <laughs> I mean that,
1: Pretty much how it goes. <laughs> but so sorry. There's things that. <laughs>
0: there's things <laughs> things that affect our you know behavior sometimes like like you know different hormones and if mm-hmm. someone has more estrogen or more testosterone in the, in their body they're going to behave differently but i don't think there's been actual studies about the hardwiring of transgender individuals versus those that are not you've
2: studied other primates mm-hmm. so yeah. do you see any gender spectrum Behavior in other. You primates. know, I mean, the, the, the bonobo chimps and these right? folks
0: that see that's we talked about a little bit, which is really interesting. Uh, bonobos are, are funny because they're all about having lots of sex and uh, they're also female dominant. We talked Not about kind of animal, right? <laughs> so, that's no, all that's, I'm saying. That's how they diffuse tension. Like, say, for instance, there's a piece on the a fruit on the ground. Like, you know, if we have to go, we, we want to choose who, who gets that piece of fruit. There would be love making, and then we'd probably forget that there was fruit there to begin with. Wow.
1: They are the most genius <laughs> creatures ever. But let's settle disputes by making I'll make love for it. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's love it out. Sword fight. Let's but, love it out, bitches. Come on, let's do it.
0: <laughs> but 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 yeah. what we should say, one of the things that makes bonobos different from their cousins' chimpanzees, female dominant social group.
1: Mm-hmm. So the
0: females are in charge, which means hey, maybe if we let a woman be in charge of the United States. I guarantee States, you. I don't if, know. No, I'm not I saying. I
1: guarantee you if the answer to a conflict resolution is let's make love, we would give over the power to females, okay? I'm just letting you know. It
0: might be hugs. We got to, you know, and it's got to be consensual. No 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 no, no, no,
2: no, no. That's not the right joke. The right joke is if you let a woman be president— She'll be tweeting all day about everything she feels about.
0: (laughs) 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 Then I think we have a woman president, guys. Uh,
2: Let's let's go another one. so, uh, Tony Allen, is there a particular age when someone realizes their orientation? Is there a, an average age where you can then say, pretty much, you know where you're coming from and where you're going? By I them? mean,
0: I think it, it has a lot to do with just individuals, but I think a lot of people. I mean, I, I, my orientation. I'm assuming they mean sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, not how they feel as, as gender wise. Um, yeah, what people turns you on? Talk, yeah, 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 people talk about it as, as early as like. Three, five, four, six, five. Three. you know, like I knowing I have I have several friends some, who, yeah, yeah. who
1: tell me like I was four years old and I knew for a fact, you know, like four yeah. years old. Four years yeah. old. They were oh. like and I said to a friend of mine, I'm like, okay, how did you I said, race. How did you yeah. know that you how did you know you were gay when you were four? And he said, Let me ask you this. When you were four, did you like women? And I was like, you know, I absolutely did. <laughs> I knew, I knew then that he was like, it's the exact I didn't same know thing. When I was four. Yeah. You didn't know when you yeah, were for. That's kidding. because you were too busy loving science, yeah, Neil. <laughs> and this is what's... I'll, I'll say this and
0: I'll wrap it up real quick. But uh, yeah, when yeah, I was we, when, we, we, when I was eight, I thought I was gay because I actually thought I was attracted to women. At one point, I was like, oh my god, that means I. I didn't realize that there was a spectrum. Uh-huh, you know what okay. I mean? And now that visibility and now that we're seeing that, you know, Very kids courageous are now, people, people coming people. out and and so showing that there are alternatives and that this is not a spectrum. Uh-huh. Then you know. It's okay, and it's it's safe. Wherever you are, it's okay. You're fine. If you fall on that spectrum, good for you. We have a
2: Facebook uh, Live viewer called Albert Einstein who says, nice shirt. Chuck, <laughs> <laughs> that's a little
0: narcissistic, hey, don't you think, hey, Albert, Albert Einstein?
2: There you go, buddy. All right, we um, got we, we got to wrap, wrap, wrap this up. up. This was quick, quick. This was a quick one, yeah. Quick and fast, but uh, transgender Day of Visibility. Yes, uh, that, that's new to me, even though yeah. it's been around eight years. So thank you to um, Laverne Coxes
0: le- and you know all the activists out there. Follow them on Twitter.
2: Right, right. Excellent. Thanks for that suggestion. So uh, Natalia Reagan, thanks for thanks for having for doing this. And Chuck, always good to have you here. That's right. We got to sign out on Facebook Live. They give us like ten minutes. At most for this. Ah. And so, uh, yeah, we, we will find us in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> Star Talk signing out.
0: Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true
2: potential. With Capella University's game changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education.